Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Spurts. Welcome to The Deep Dive, bonus hockey pod, one of the funnest uh, times of the year. We get to uh, talk to our friends who are our smart friends out there in the space, uh, pick their brains on the sports that we don't actively handicap. And today, with the NHL puck drop, one week away. Seven days. Exactly. I just hockey. looked it up. We get to talk some hockey. And so, uh, as is tradition, we do the Triple Andrew podcast here. Uh, we welcome our friend Andy McNeil of the North, at Digital Gambler on Twitter, hockey handicapper extraordinaire. Yeah, is that I mean, a fair, all, uh, fair, that's all, fair that's, that's all I do. That's all I do. I don't, I don't do anything else. It's, so, yeah, it's dark like eight months out of the year there in northern Alberta, and you just you shovel your driveway, you bet some hockey, watch some puck, go to bed, call it a day. And yes, I don't even shovel the driveway most days. I mean, Christ, we just did this. Like, I felt <laughs> like we just had you on. It's because it, it was like January, man. It was like yeah, the so early, we, early January. We had a, a preview with you, and right before the damn season started, and here we are. It's like, what, not even 10 months later, we're doing it again. But that's got to be kind of nice. Like, And maybe maybe I'm asking a dumb question right off the bat, but that's kind of what we're going to hit you with today is like casual hockey questions. fan questions. <laughs> well, not, yeah, we're not, we're not, it's not going to be softballs for sure. It's going to be casuals. Oh, but yeah. Like this, this is normal, right? Is this pretty normal? Early October? What is it? October twelfth? Yeah, oh yeah, first game, be, crack and kickoff. Like we're back have, on the normal schedule. Uh, the the season would have typically started already, um, if not for the late finish uh, last season, obviously. Um, but yeah, no. Somebody asked me if I uh, if I if I bet NHL preseason uh, the other day on Twitter, and and I kind of said my answer would have been different five to ten years ago. But no, um, I, I really like cherish this kind of week between when I finished doing all my um, preseason projections and the, the between that and, and when the regular season starts so that I can just kind of forget that this is all happening right now and that I'm I'm gonna be you know locked in my my lair for for the next whatever eight eight nine months right so turns out that's good news for you because we are noted preseason NHL hockey sharps and so you don't want to be in the pool with us uh absolutely smashing some clv uh really the info the those, information have you handicap. watched those numbers through oh my god uh, it's it's uh, it's hilarious, it's hilarious. it 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 what? reminds me of like the way preseason football used to be with some totals and sides where you would see it open plus three back plus three and it closes like minus five and you're like how is this possible you know but uh yeah, if you catch some information like hey team a you know kraken tonight is a good example kraken were what plus 125 when you bet into yeah. that and now they're like minus one twenty five. <laughs> like but, that's yeah. a probability swing that's seemingly impossible. But, For sure, uh, yeah. And yeah. any anybody that says um, you know betting on preseason is is only for degenerates doesn't know what they're talking about. But I mean, for lack or you know for I don't want to risk sounding like you know too pretentious here, but it's sort of beneath me at this point. Of course, and oh, yeah, I yeah, kind yeah. of just uh, I I would rather spend time with my family and and relaxing before. <laughs> Before I, I don't get that opportunity, right? So, 
No, oh, yeah, because totally. it is it is all informational. It takes a lot of digging around and figuring out. And you're going to be doing yeah. that for the next yeah three quarters of a year. But yeah, like yesterday, it's not Philly... so much. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to handicap no. this stuff. I mean, if you've got a picture <laughs> of what the roster should look like on opening yep. day of the regular season, and you can compare that to what it looks like early enough in the day, uh, you know, you're you're probably going to be able to depict the side that's the good bet. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, it's 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 definitely an information game, like you said. Yeah, that that was my favorite part. Is we don't even know that. Like we're just no. listening to some. The, the, that is the part of the the networking. It's like, hey, let's oh, yeah. listen to these hockey guys because, like, yeah, yesterday I think Philly opened a dog technically on the open, and they closed minus two and a quarter. Didn't the Devils like, yeah, too? Also, didn't the Devils also? Yeah, the the One Devils of, were a dog. That one wasn't quite as much steam. If you are, yeah. yeah, if you are getting into the preseason stuff, don't chase steam. Don't get in too late because you're gonna pay a hefty sum. For yeah. That. And I mean, I mean that goes for the hockey. regular season too. You know, any any honestly, that goes for any sport. Don't just go crazy chasing steam. You're gonna get hurt when one of those goes the wrong way and you paid an extra 40 cents on something. But right, right off the right off the bat, my biggest question I ran into right away because we are noted Olympic guys. What are they doing? Huh? Like, is that yeah, what's is the Olympics even, this year? Have they what's even the decided? Well, it sounds I mean, they just started to announce, like, for instance, uh Today, it was Team Sweden announced uh, three players, I believe, uh, Gabriel Landeslag from the um, Colorado Avalanche, Mika Zibanejad from the Rangers, and Victor Hedman uh, from the Lightning as their first, because all of the, the nations, the competing nations, have to, to name their, their first three players, I guess. Uh, Canada the other day named Crosby, obviously, McDavid, and uh, Alex Petrolangelo, um, the third player. Um, so you know, it, it it looks like they're going, uh, but apparently there is some sort of some sort of clause in there which allows them to to get out fairly fairly late into the the, the like, or I should say, early in the year, um, but fairly late, you know, as far as uh, getting close to the event. So I, I haven't been following it all that much. I, I was going to educate myself more on that as the season went on because we're sure. looking at not really worrying about that until uh february right yeah. so right who knows what the situation will be in february for yeah. sure so uh so you don't have a fair price for me on canada i might <laughs> no. have already bet canada to win gold okay finland. all right okay finland get oh, out I, of here. honestly and it's gold. funny too i was looking for something and uh this is just i don't want to i don't want to just shit on offshores but like i got excited because i saw a fun market and it was basically like a big list of players and it would give prices like, will they be on the Canadian national team for the Olympics? And I went and asked like three people about it, and they gave me some opinions on it. And it was like fifteen dollar limits, really? <laughs> like, yeah. or to win. It was Good like hustle. to win fifty. And he's like, grinding, yeah. grinding. So I'm putting it in. It's like, nope, you can't bet that much. I wasn't even going to bet that much on these. And it's like, nope, sorry, this is ten to win fifty. Like, yeah, right. Well, on. let's so, let's take a little. I, so bit I'm, of, I'm still uh, inve I'm invested. So I'm invested. Let's take a Canadian let's take team. a little bit of a step back though and reflect on the season, the weirdness that was 2020. Uh, they they played hockey. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Uh, it was late in the summer. Uh, actually, it was fall. Oh my god, these games were in September. What? Yeah. These games were in September. No, I mean we, no. the the Stanley Cup this year. That was oh, last year. That was looking at two years ago. I'm looking. Yeah, you're looking at two years ago. Last year, what it, happened last year? Well, we like started January in January and uh, right into July. Um, That's right. Okay. And yeah, I think I I forget the exact date. I think around the let's say the 20th of July or something like that. The Stanley Cup was 
was handed out. So yeah, that's right. Um, it was Tampa yeah, what, versus Once they Montreal. magically decided that Canadian teams could let other teams from America in after like, oh, now you can. Like Montreal, sure, go up there, go play them. It's fine. I remember yeah. it was just I asked somebody, I'm like, what's happening? They're like, well, they'll just let them in, won't they? Like, I guess <laughs> I have to have the series. And I mean, it was a fun run for even for people who don't follow hockey that closely to see. It's always fun because most of the people I know from Canada congregate in the Toronto area, it seems like. And yeah, there well, were a lot of Leafs fans that were super sad. So that was funny. I, um, when I when I wrote my wrap up piece at Beeson, uh, like after not last season but the season before the first uh, the first pandemic season, I, I suggested that the uh, the Canadians were probably the best kind of value bet on the futures board at that time, mm-hmm. um, at fifty to one. So uh, carried that you know all the way, and then I mean betting on Tampa Bay was was an easy decision in that in that Stanley Cup final. So um, that was that was that was a breeze. And no, I, uh, I, real quick yeah. to give you some credit, I remember you uh, doing a couple of pretty high profile spots where you were like, you know, the price isn't, you know, they can't make a fair price here on wow, Tampa. Like, like, just lay the, lay the, it, lay the games, yeah, lay the games line. And uh, I got involved pretty deep at uh, one and a half and two. One and minus games. one and a half. Yeah. So I, went, I, was, I went a four oh two, which hurt. <laughs> well, that I, hurt. I saw yeah, there was value in, in the two and a half spread, the one and a half spread yeah. and the series price. Um, and, um, it was just, it was just crazy, man. I mean, the, the, the lightning are objectively better than the Vegas Golden Knights and they were, they were last year. And, um, the, the, the Knights were, were, you know, so much, they were way bigger of a favorite, uh, versus the Canadians than the, than the lightning were. And it was the second year in a row that this happened because the same thing happened with Dallas the previous year. So, um, it was just a, it was an easy, uh, easy narrative to spin, even though the numbers, lined up uh with everything yeah that's how we know when the series was and without me even looking it up because i remember sweating like game three was the one they lost right before july in overtime i was yeah i was in denver at my brother-in-law's house like watching a score bug on my phone on his deck and it was the fourth of july weekend so yeah it's weird hockey hockey over the fourth that was Mm -hmm. right you got it exactly it was july 2nd was game three Tampa Bay took the commanding 3-0 lead. And then uh, I had some 4-0-2, and I fired hard on Montreal in game four. So I, that was a very memorable, ha- happy, memorable series all told. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Andy Sandy Gap, uh, which, uh, you know, credit to you. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – it, it, People get what? swept up in the whole the Cinderella story and, and like, oh, it's you can't – Oh, yeah, no doubt. No. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It, and, and I, I think that played into it as well. The same – like I said, the same thing that happened the year before with Dallas. I mean, um, I guess we're, while we're on the subject, I mean, like teams like teams like the Canadians and the Stars and, and these, these kind of run-of-the-mill teams that have decent goaltending and, you know, pretty good structure to their game. They got enough guys that are willing to – do the dirty work and, you know, pay the extra price and all that stuff to you know, block shots and, and all those little things that matter uh, in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, you know, with a little bit of luck, those teams can go pretty far. I mean, we've seen that over the last couple of years, but um, at the end of the day, they're, they're still definitely outmatched against a team like the, the Tampa Bay lightning. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think we uh, just bet the lightning again, didn't we Drew? Like, do you have any futures yet? No, I'm I almost don't. sure I probably just have some again. I, I don't have lightning this year. I think the I think there's a uh, there are another there are a couple other paths to victory. And actually, specifically on that note, does the 
weird season last year does the compressed season uh and the short turnaround impact the teams that made deep playoff runs negatively and do we worry at all about a team like the lightning underperforming just in you know is, is this a narrative nonsense or is there a potential fatigue angle against some of these guys that made deep runs i don't th- i don't think it's nonsense by any means uh i'm not sure i'd worry too much uh about it when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Look, the Lightning are a, a tough team to kind of gauge in the regular season. I mean, last year it seemed like they were just kind of sleepwalking through things. I mean, it, it was it was going to take a miracle for them not to make the playoffs in the Central Division, the way things were 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 shaped up there. Um, and and you know, I think obviously they knew that they didn't have Kucherov and uh, Stamkos missed a lot of time, and you know, um, so I, I I don't think that. I don't necessarily think that the regular season was a priority for them last year. Obviously they flipped the switch uh, in the playoffs, but um, you know, looking at, at things this year, they're back in the Atlantic division. Uh, that's, you know, they're, they're in there with the Bruins, the Leafs, the Panthers. Those are three pretty good teams. They're going to give them a hard time and uh, you know, not make it easy by any means. I think there's a favorite. I know some people have Toronto as the, the favorite in the division, but um, I, I think the Lightning are the, are the favorite there to, to win that, but it's it's extremely close. I think there's a, I think I have six points separating um, Tampa Bay and Boston, who is in fourth or roughly third, third or fourth, I guess depending on how you look at it, uh, tied with the Panthers there. So I mean, it's 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 squished up pretty good in that division, and uh, it's not going to be a, a cakewalk by any means. Um, but you know, I I, I think. The, the same thing holds true that this team is is going to you know kind of just just focus on making the playoffs and then figure it out when they get there. I mean they're, they're they they prove that they can kind of do the Jekyll and Hyde thing. So um, I wouldn't get too wrapped up in the narrative, uh, you know, because okay. because once the once the play once once we get to the playoffs, um, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be running to, to bet against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's for sure. I mean, you you see it you see it in the NBA too, where teams it's like, all right, they just they just need to get in and then they can crank it up. And that kind of reminds me too, like I legitimately asked somebody, like, hey, we're doing eighty two NBA games this year, right? I'm like I'm I'm like ninety five percent sure on this, but I feel like I should ask as they were giving out like regular season win totals. Like everything is back to the way it was. What like yeah two, three seasons ago so we don't have the you know if you remember anybody who you know doesn't watch a ton of hockey they did the all the canadian teams just play each other east coast teams the west coast it's a teams, fun wrinkle plus minnesota i honestly kind of like the regionalized stuff that was fun but like some of these teams didn't have to do a lot of cross-country traveling last year they didn't know it was the all regional, of games. pretty like, much yeah i don't know that probably i mean these outside of maybe some guys who weren't in the league a couple of years ago, younger guys, like people are, you said there's, there's not going to be like some adjusting period getting back to like, Hey, we got to go out and do the California swing, or we got to go do the Prairie swing up in Alberta and stuff like, yeah, I, I think, I would, I think there I would, will be a little bit of adjustment yeah. of adjusting back to that though. I mean, it, it's, it's been a while. Right. And, and yeah. I don't know how that'll play out, but I do think, um, I do think the players definitely kind of felt it last season, not not having as much travel and, you know, kind of you get to your destination, you might play a couple of games there rather than jump on a plane right after the, the game finishes up, uh, which is, you know, c- kind of how things are done uh, in, in normal times. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, like those those, those Western Canadian swings where, where teams have to go play, the Oilers, the Flames, the Canucks, um, you know, three and four nights and, and the same thing with, with, 
uh, the, the stretch in California there and whatnot. I mean, it's, I don't think it's, I don't think they're looking forward to it by any means. Okay. Yeah, so can we, those East coast teams that just didn't have to, you know, once you got yeah. to the playoffs, there was some travel, but obviously it's the playoffs that, and they do yeah. proper rest in between some of that. And you're playing a couple games in a row, but yeah, that even some, some West coast teams are going to have to go East and hit a couple teams out there. Like that might yeah. be interesting early on. So uh, those three and four. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm looking forward. Like, for example, we've got, uh, the Penguins and the Lightning in the opening night. I mean, uh, it it doesn't have the the marquee feel that it would have had because Crosby and Malkin are both out for that that game. I mean, they're going to be both out for a, a little bit here. It looks like Malkin two months and Crosby maybe six four to six weeks. Um, but that's I think that's good long term for the team. Uh, and I guess while we're talking about the Penguins, I would say that they're a team I would like put on futures watch, like monitor. Uh, see what happens maybe they get off to a really rough start here i think they're around 25 to 1 uh to win the stanley cup and there's a ton of problems with that team goaltending is, is one big problem plus um when you've got Sidney crosby and Evgeny malkin coming back after you know having what you would think would be successful surgeries and recovery and all that stuff uh it's a good place to be and having those players healthy which i don't think they had either of them have been for for quite some time um, Crosby's been dealing with this this issue for for seven years apparently, uh, so I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, like that 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 would have been a, a matchup if the, if those two players were in the lineup that that everybody would be dying to see because we haven't seen that in, in two years almost, right? So yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of matchups that that are, are going to be fun to see again for sure. Yeah, it was surprising seeing them as fifth currently fifth choice in the Metro Division. Uh, very weak consensus there. Uh, basically, even probability across the board with the Hurricanes, Islanders, Rangers, and Caps, Penguins in fifth. Um, staying on this particular topic, any any pen up uh, pen up energy? You know, in the same same sense that uh, you had, you're not used to traveling. Is there going to be some uh, pen up energy among the young guys when they uh, get to go to Vegas, get to swing through and see their side chicks <laughs> in L.A.? Uh, going to get a little yeah, Vegas yeah, Mont- Montreal. Montreal's a fun town too. Montreal. What are we thinking? Yeah, not not right. I don't know. If, like, Calgary. I mean, the, the pandemic is sort of still raging on up here in Canada. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like. Uh, Everything's not quite back to normal, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know how how fun Montreal is right now, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's um, I, I like those are those are questions that I mean they're fun to speculate on, but I have no clue, guys. Like I don't know. I'm not in those. I'm not on those trips. I don't. I don't. I don't run in those circles. Uh, I've heard. You know, it, I, I mean, mean you, I don't put anything Vegas, past. Was the was the Vegas flu overblown or was it real? I I think it was. A real, little bit it was of both. Year one, like, it was like very real, but it was not well, I think, all those guys, right? I mean, and I yeah. think that it was just a better team than everybody thought they were going to be. Yeah, that's well. like, that's the other thing. They overperformed, but I, I think I think it's a, a little bit of both. I mean, I'm sure there was instances where teams, you know, were burning the candle at both ends and and paid for it or whatever. But I'm, I'm also sure that there's a lot of you know randomness uh, mixed in there too. They were just a really good team that year, and I mean. Uh, to you know, kind of regionally, it's it's kind of weak, and if you're catching teams on the end of low, long road trips and and whatnot, it's you know it can can add up quickly and start to look like something that it it's not. But um, no, I mean I don't. <laughs> that's There's, a good point. You know, I guess I guess that's how I would put it. 
No, that, oh, that's yeah. Some, sometimes fair. people were catching the Avs before they'd go down there. You'd go like, yeah. I think maybe some yeah. Avs Phoenix up to Vegas and doing a road trip like that. And then it all just, cum- you know, the cumulative, they're better than we thought they were. We yeah. stayed out too late and played craps and it's our third and fifth, you know, in five days, like some of that kind of yeah. adds up and all of a sudden, and you know, to be fair, they did make the finals. Like they, they did turn out to be a very good team. Yeah. I, I wonder about that still though, with some of the younger guys, even when we were in Vegas, like somebody said, Hey, I just saw the Ravens pull up. Like, at, yeah. where was it? And it's like, it's, it's kind of yeah. early to be here, isn't it? The game's not for a while and a couple days. It makes you, it makes you wonder on some of these decisions they make when they go to places like that. I but forgot like, about that. Fucking Miami and places like, you know, and, and obviously Miami isn't uh, as important in the NHL, but you know, there are some fun towns around the country. Where are the Florida about these people with all the money? Sunrise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so well, here's I the stuff this. How about this for a segue? Uh, we have a new team this year. I don't know if people know, but, uh, there's a new NHL franchise that has launched. It is the Seattle Kraken. Um, yeah. just looking at their points total and it's, and sort of the overall market impl- implied probability to make the playoffs. And, you know, just in general, it almost looks like not going to catch us sleeping again on one of these expansion teams where they end up being a heck of a lot better than the old expansion teams used to be. Yeah, I think it's, because I think it's gone too far up, right? the other way. It's gone too? Okay, so potentially yeah. there's been a little bit of a an overcorrection in terms of what to expect I mean, out of this expansion team, potentially. If you, if you ask uh, another person, they might have a different opinion. I know Dom uh, Lucision at The Athletic oh. – uh, he uh, he has a, a, a lot. He has them a lot higher than I do. I think he's at around ninety six points. Um, evolving hockey put out their projections today. Where do they have them? Uh, ninety six points. Um, I'm around ninety points. Ninety point five actually. So um, quite a bit lower. Uh, and uh, the market, I, I think, is more in line with what I think. I mean, given, I, I think it was up around 95, 96 points, came down to 94 and a half, and now it's at 92 and a half, I believe. So um, I don't know. Take that take that for what it's worth, I guess. But this I don't know. Is, do you do any of that? The regular, do you, do you get into points totals at all? Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they were one of, they, they, um, they were, have always been one of the, 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 the markets that I've, you know, enjoyed kind of beating up the most. I mean, sports books are off on these roughly eight or nine points on average right uh so it's you know it's not like um it's not like it's 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 something that that isn't beatable and i've always seemed to like to focus on that obviously more of that focus has come on producing the guide for other people and and whatnot um as more of my focus is on betting game lines but um Mm -hmm. yeah no i do i still do do bet some some preseason stuff for sure and and point totals Mm -hmm. are a I mean, if you're getting to them early, if you if you were able to, to, I mean, I think there was some outrageously high point totals on the on the crack and immediately following uh, the expansion draft, oh, like before okay. before anybody had put anything up. Like obviously, like last year they had some ridiculously low point totals up for the the potential expansion team in the '60s and '70s, and sure. then uh, you know once the team was picked. They they kind of you know they I I think there was some that were even up closer you know close to to ninety nine points or something like that so um, I mean if you got there early you could definitely get some value and there's probably a, a a big way to win both bets I mean if you were if you if you had some uh, 
if you were looking at it a little bit. But you need um, a pretty, pretty big middle there, though. Yeah, overall the the team uh, the team is not bad. I don't think. I mean, it's a weak division. The the Pacific is is arguably the weakest division. I don't think I actually I don't think it's really arguably it, it is. Uh, <laughs> they've got a they've got. Well, yeah, you look at the Central. It's the top heavy uh, division with Colorado, obviously kind of a class above everybody else. Um, but but there's a lot of teams that are that are pretty good that are kind of stuck in the mushy middle there. Um, and uh, the Pacific, I mean, there's that one top elite team, the Vegas Golden Knights, and then you've got the Oilers and the Flames and and the Kraken and Canucks and down to the California teams and whatnot. But it, it the skill is definitely it drops off as we go down a lot more than. Than any of the other divisions, um, but the Kraken—they've—they've they've got what looks like great goaltending, probably the best uh, goaltending tandem in that division with uh, Chris Drieger and and Philip Grubauer, uh, who who was the Vezina finalist last year for the the, the Avalanche, um, and uh, and and they've got a really really solid blue line, um, like like so so much so that I, I you know I'm sure a lot of teams around the league are jealous of of what they have on the blue line, mm. but um the forward the forward uh group it's you know it's it's good but it they're not going to match up well against teams like the oilers and whatnot in terms of you know their offensive firepower and and uh you know it's i i think and based on the the you know the work that i've done i think it's it's pretty hard like teams can can kind of enact that that strategy in the playoff where they you know they want to keep it low scoring they want to keep things um, tight and just kind of play a committed team defense game where you know everybody has their role and no nobody lets up any 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 areas. Um, but doing that game in night out night out over the course of an 82 game season, it's a lot different. And I find that teams that are structured that way have a hard time because they leave too much up to luck, right? Yeah, they're they're they've they've kept it close, but when you know when you're in lock deadlocked in the 2-2 game late in the third period and the other team has Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, luck is going to go their way more often than not. So that that, that edge kind of just automatically goes to the other side a lot in, in a lot of situations, right? If that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, 100%. We've had, we've had conversations about just how much luck plays into to hockey and yeah like you made me so uncomfortable about betting hockey when you can <laughs> you explain that to me but, and i'm like but this I, is, I mean this I, is, I, I, under, I understood it but like i said but like, this is I in our favor like, though guys like i mean yes yes, yes. I, in, no in doubt my, no doubt in my opinion you guys are crazy for not just ditching all that other stuff and just focusing on the nhl because it's very like i mean it's beatable I've right like about, there is I've thought about betting like soft openers just ruining ruining the soft part like, just, <laughs> well i could talk to like three four people get some good good power rankings before together and probably yeah. beat soft openers. no i'm not talking to you now <laughs> before yeah. before we move off of uh points totals because i just have a couple curiosity questions i have, one's, yeah, I have one more thing one's, one's quick uh the misfit is you said almost nine points uh do they offer alt point total markets where you I can bet yeah. into they, yeah, you they can, do. I mean, you can bet them everywhere. Maybe in I don't Canada. Know where. Okay. Where okay. is it? Seven point five. Seven point five points on average is what I have for okay. the last. I think so I'm looking at can like you, the last can, three years. So can you pick out like a high variance team and say, okay, well this team's got long tails. Let's hit them in the alt point market. Um, uh, the, you're not going to find a lot of your a lot of alt stuff around. Okay. So that's that's like I mean that's something that's probably going to come, and you're probably going to see more of that in the next few seasons. And you might see some of that at 
you know, a, a, an offshore book that may or may not operate in Canada and, and, <laughs> and you know, specifically sure. kind of cater to Canadians, but not going to get much uh, down. But, not going to get. No, I, I don't think down. you're going to see anything like that this year. I haven't seen anything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I would if that was the case, if that was the case, and I could bet alt lines, I would totally eat that up. I think that that would yeah. be uh, obviously with 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 so much variance, uh, you'd be crazy not to give it a shot. Yeah, and then how about the um, another quick question? Do you feel like the market is relatively robust at this point to the tune of you'll regress uh, to you know to the market? Uh, you know, will you use point totals to help give you kind of like a standardized market power ranking at, in your own handicap, or do you completely divorce? Uh, not to not really. I mean, I'm going to focus more on the market, uh, the game to game market, and 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 what happens over the first you know 15 to 20 games to kind of fine tune everything. Um, okay. Point totals. I mean. Uh, there's no like there is a lot of um there there are some big differences i mean even now even a week out there are still some books that are hanging uh, this yeah, number and, and another book that's, hanging. I, 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 that's that's my question it's like so i mean what on? who who is the right who's right right who's, who's I, that we what, were going what, but that's where, where we were going the, yeah <laughs> that's what we oh, wanted i don't know you, you hope, that, you hope it's somewhere do. yeah there there are some and you know, you said like they're off by like seven and a half games on average. There's going to be some of these that are off twenty. There's going to be I'm some, off you know, seven points on average too, right? Let's, uh, let's yeah. Not, uh, like like I'm I'm fairly in line actually. Like I think two years ago was um, I've only had these on record. This is the fourth year that I've had these on record. So two years ago in eighteen nineteen, uh, I finished ahead of Dom, which was my you know crowning achievement there with the season uh, point totals forecast uh, and. Uh, the the betting market was eight point zero eight points off on average. Uh, Dom was seven point eight five. I was seven point seven four. The next season, uh, Dom was only about seven points off. I was about seven point three off, and so was the betting market. Uh, last season, um, kind of a down year, I guess. Uh, Dom seven point four six points off on average. The betting market uh, seven point five three, and Andy at 7.96 so it wasn't uh it wasn't a great year for preseason but it's still a profitable year i mean i believe if you go through the guide and, and pick out the value bets from last year's guide still profitable between you know regular season point totals and division futures that we, we had the, the hurricanes cashed around plus 425 i think and the penguins cashed around plus 400 so um you know there was there was some definitely some good bets for sure yeah just I, I I get that there's some long tails here, but man, some of these, and you're not going to get down big big money on most of these, but they're still like the yeah, fact that they're you know the fact that a lot a of thousand bucks taking a, a thousand like the, yeah the still that the fact that they're leaving middles of this size that people could just sit and find five well, last middles year, on at a thousand last on year each there was side such a, wild such a difference between let's like the Westgate opened first and I think Circa opened like two or three days later. And I'm I'm pretty sure that like the a lot of the action that Circa saw, uh, you know, kind of right off the the hop was just people running the middle because you know there were some huge differences. I, I know um, there was they were there was a big difference between where they had they had Toronto the Maple Leafs much higher um, than than the Westgate had opened the mat. So there was uh, there was definitely people running to do that and and that shaped that that had a lot that actually had an effect on where those point totals move. So, so how much stock do we put into a, a, a point total movement? If, 
you know, it's kind of like hard. if it's all hard. Yeah, players, like I don't know, much. <laughs> whatever. It's, I don't think there, I don't think it's. I think if there's some some maybe some good indications in there. You know, if you monitor it over the this kind of this month here, but, but yeah, I mean, I think you're going to learn more about the teams um, based on what happens over the first kind of six weeks or so. Just out of curiosity, do you remember if Toronto made their high total? Last year? I think they uh, well, they won the division. Yeah, um, probably because did, they, right? they were the top I'm seed guessing, in Canada, though, weren't they? Yeah, I'm guessing they did. Like, I mean, it was, I think it was like 79 and a half. And I think Circa might have opened around 81 or like 83 or something. I don't think they, they I think they went under Circa and over. Like, I think the middle, the middle did hit. It. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember off the top of my head, though. All good. And you would think a lot of these, the actual true like median is probably somewhere in where those middles are sitting for a lot of these. You know, yeah. there's going to be some, there's going to be for, but you know, for every one that lands, there's probably going to be several that go way over, way <laughs> under. But man, some, some of those, you hit a couple of those middles, you went two bets. Like I just, yeah, I'm still just flummoxed by that all altogether. And it looks like, <laughs> um, God, what, what would they be? The North Division? Yeah. The Maple Leafs ended up with, 77 points last year. 77, oh, so maybe right. they went under both of them. Well, I can't remember. Like, it was close. Canada, was... Canada just sucked. Canada did quite, uh, yeah, it was, uh, nobody, it was nobody underwhelming. Got to 80. Um, okay, so fair. Okay, I, this is this is informative so far, and I really appreciate this because there are a couple of, um, I would hope so. No, I mean, because there, there are a couple of sports where like the market signal is so strong if you're not incorporating it in some way, God help you. <laughs> but it sounds like at least, uh, you know, you I'm can, confident. Can like, so, I so mean, going I'm back confident though, to, in what I'm doing, right? No, like, yeah, no, like, no. I, I, it's not like a cockiness or anything like sure, that. Sure, it's sure. just, I, Sure. I'm not gonna. There, uh, there are some I, markets that I bet into yeah. that I don't have respect. When they move against me, I'm like, oh, good. I don't good. have respect for a lot. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I have respect for any anybody that can then that can move a line. Anybody that has influence. Sure. I think you're foolish not to to have some sort of like. I mean, and especially if it's happening all all the time. Look, but I used to be so apprehensive to to bet against Steam, especially big Steam, like. Um, but I've I've definitely uh, I've definitely come around on that. I don't. So, I mean, okay. it's not that I don't respect anybody else. It's just that I respect my opinion uh, just as much, right? So okay. So when you before though, when you were saying you care, you pay attention to the market on like a game by game type of uh, approach. Are you based? You're are you looking for patterns in terms of other market makers? Who are they consistently finding value in? Is that what you mean? Because like, uh, here great example. If you're like, I okay, I have. I have a, a, I know my market number is high on the Bruins and I know that uh, my market number is low on the Maple Leafs. And I've seen now for the first five games of the season, somebody's gone out and bet the Maple Leafs every single game. And now they're playing the Bruins in the sixth game. You're like, okay, I have that information. I'm expecting Maple Leafs action to come in because those yeah, players have been rewarded but I know but I know I want the Bruins so I know I can wait right? like is that is that yeah, uh, general there's a, there's there's some of that there's a little bit of that sometimes um but like let like the I have a recent example like so last year there was a group that just kind of showed up on the block and they were they were crushing NBA lines as well so you you might have kind of seen these guys or 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 you kind of know what I'm talking about so um 
I don't know. I have a lot of info on, on who they were or what they were, but they were, they were, they were really messing things up. I mean, they were <laughs> like they, when they, when they bashed everything moved and it was, sure. and it was everybody and they must've had leaks too, because everybody was following them. Right. Like it was, sure. it was, uh, it was wild. I, I haven't really seen a whole lot, especially with hockey. Like things just like numbers, just flying. Like every time they bet something, it would just, the whole thing, the whole screen would light up and, and numbers would fly at a range. Um, and, and I, the same thing was happening with with NBA too. I believe they were were betting NBA totals pretty NBA hard totals, and losing. Yeah, but that's what it was. It was you're, all they, this they is did correct. Yes, terrible in they did terrible. <laughs> yeah. This this specific group who was had more much more influence than I had, and I and I, I have some influence, and sure. and you know they were making they were dwarfing anything I did and making me feel like an idiot. And <laughs> you know after a couple of months, like it was. It's, you know, I mean, it's just a little bit like, it's just hard. You're going every day when you think you've got a good number, but there's somebody out there that's like almost is operating in like a totally different way than you have ever kind of like, I mean, I, I think I kind of have a feel for, for what's out there in the market. And so, sure. so this, this, this dynamic was like, um, it really screwed up what I thought I knew about everything. And, and, and I kind of had to, you know, reassess that because Numbers that I thought were good, uh, as good as I thought they were in past years, would never, even if they did mo not move for me, they would never move back very hard. Um, there would always be that resistance. And last year, it was like I, I had a few instances where like, I got I got killed in terms of, of closing line value. And it was like, that's worse than losing a bet. I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you're, if you're doing this, you want to, you know, yeah. it doesn't look very um it doesn't look like you know what you're doing when that yeah. happens. Right? even if you're winning it's like it gets in your head i make these bets yeah. they're getting thrown right back in my face it might yeah, close they're the laughing at me like it's yeah, not like, a good feeling right well, yeah, a big group is throwing these back in my face yeah. and then mm. the worst almost the worst part about that is if you're winning because then yeah. you have to sit and think like am i getting lucky should i be winning because these are not yeah. closing on the, they're not closing going to my side they're getting thrown back in my face by another group of influence but i'm still winning am i right or am i lucky whereas if you're losing and you have bad clv you can at least adjust shit and be like yeah right, i'm wrong i'm wrong about these markets and i can adjust like yeah. it's 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 goofy to say and also like anybody who ever sees that asshole on twitter and this is not one specific guy but anybody who posts like come on yeah like let's go get him it's us versus the books tonight like just listen to the last five minutes what andy said it's not <laughs> like yeah. for sure it's like it's a competition no. to get you no. know get it's the best players. Numbers no, it's, players. On it's uh, you're yeah it's money from the other players the books are taking money totally. from everyone. Yeah, they're yeah. just facilitating Andy yeah. and these other people fighting over hockey numbers. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a great way to that's a great way to put it. And I guess at the end of the at the end of the, the day though, I you know, those those that group won't be unless they've figured something else out. They won't be messing around with hockey markets this season, probably, right? <laughs> like it's just it was a trial and error that that didn't that didn't go their way. But um so there's like but they but they still they were still, you know, causing me grief, right? I mean, even though, it, like, it was, it was, sure. uh, it was something that that kind of shook me up. So uh, ultimately, I, it like, sounds like yeah. that was a good thing because I'm sure there were times back in the day where there were like market makers in baseball who were like the OG and boss gods betting baseball, and then some analytic, you know, some sabermetric shit came through, and they were like, 
no, 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 these ERAs and I'm looking at the, the, you know, the Sierra and this should be going this way and it's not, you know, and like that, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, next generation that came after that, I guarantee you there were some people who were like, you know, I lost my edge. I'm calling it, calling it a career, betting baseball. And uh, I guess the fact that you were still able to kind of continue to grind an edge in hockey, even though, uh, you know, there was some yeah, out there I, splashing. In the well, full pool. disclosure, I had, <laughs> yeah. I like did not, I was not losing at all to the first two months, January, February. I was just cruising like probably more so than I ever had before. Um, yeah. And, and, and sometime in March, uh things just stopped going my way and and i i was losing worse than i had ever lost before i lost 11 bets in a row at one point like and for somebody that's fairly like like low volume like you guys would consider me really low volume um when it comes to my sides um it's you know like losing 11 bets in a row is like two is could, could be two weeks Dude, or you, it could be a you know a week or or whatever or a week and a half sure or, of misery that's a lot of bed, and, that's a lot of bedtimes when you're dude, sitting there thinking about it you yeah, just exactly, described right? you just described my nba season last year although I, I it was on, it was stretch. on steroids Jesus. it was on steroids i, I yeah. was like hitting an impossible clip through the all-star break the week going into the all-star break things got a little rocky and then the month out of the all-star break i think i was like i'm not even joking i think i was like three and 25. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, not, it's not a joke. Only betting the, sides, and I was getting massive CLV for the first three weeks of it, and then the last, and then finally the third week, stuff gets thrown back in my face, and I'm like, maybe I should just call it a season. This is not going well. Uh, yeah, I had those. I, rest, I had those moments. Saved, you know, rescued it, but uh, yeah, it was an absolutely bizarre season last year. It it was it was um, yeah, it was it was challenging like mentally, but uh, yeah, just just keep just kept grinding. I, I took a couple of breaks. I mean, even if just a couple of days, like, listen, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pack it in for a couple of days and forget that this is going on. And you know, I mean, but whatever what happens you for, when you come back from your break and you go on three, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? That did, that did happen. That did happen. At least I was. Yeah, we're like rubbing it in here. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least I hadn't gone on three in the consecutive days. Yeah, before true. that or that's whatever. True. Right, I had I was a little net break, zero on those days. I took. <laughs> But like at the end of the day, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, actually, yeah. I didn't get killed too bad. Like, I, I mean, I, I did really good at the start of the season. Uh, and then I basically just kind of just spun my tires outside of that really bad streak. I was just spinning my tires, which is something that I've done a lot of over the years when I have had bad runs. It's mostly been me just spinning my tires, not so much getting my ass handed to me and losing a bunch, um, sure. which is good and, and possible that's, that's in the NHL, happens. right? That's a thing that but, happens up here where it snows, Drew. I don't know if you oh, the playoffs, spinning your, playoffs, spinning your tires well. analogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The playoffs were good. They were, oh, they were yeah. very good to me. So like everything, everything. I, I, I lost an insane amount of money on hockey props. Not because <laughs> not because the hockey props were bad, but because of certain staking issues. Getting a bunch on one and not as enough on the other. You know what I mean? Like the, the the props overall were very good, but. When you get a thousand dollars on one and a hundred dollars on another, and of course. or three, or you got three with a hundred and fifty dollars on them, and one with a thousand, and and you lose, you win the three with small bets and lose the the big one, like that that's stuff the way happens, it goes, right? man. So, if you, uh, you're only getting a thousand, if someone else out there disagrees, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's it's 
it was it was the playoffs were good and I, I i really enjoy the regular season though i mean it's that's that's where i i uh i butter my bread <laughs> <laughs> i like it. and it's funny because i'm the opposite i'll just watch the playoffs because the playoffs are fun well, also i'm yeah. not betting hockey I'm not betting mm-hmm. hockey yet Okay, so here's a good online openers. About to get this is another great segue by you then. Um, yeah, so what did you? What is your plan of attack then? To um, you know, four props this year. Just focus on sides and totals, or do you well, think uh, there's a there's no. now a bigger market for that? I mean, like player props are pretty widely available uh, at, at at most places, and if you don't have us, if, if whatever sports book you're using doesn't have them, I mean, look around. It's not. I mean, you get, there's no there's no excuse like oh my sportsbook doesn't have player props like they're out there and they're they're like pretty pretty uh, pretty plentiful now and um, so so Veasan and, and myself we partner with Range Hockey, um, uh, uh, um, an outlet that that I uh, kind of have collaborated with. It's it's headed up by my my good friend Cole Anderson. Uh, who's a, a data scientist and, oh, and yeah. a former goaltender? Ice, ice, uh, ice, ice, ice cold data. Yeah, yeah. Cold he, data, he's yeah. Uh, great great he's, data viz. Yeah, yeah. He's behind the the scenes there, working away. He's, uh, he's a busy man, but um, you know, one of the smartest guys I know. And and over a year and a half, over a year ago, I I I don't want to say I saw people catching up to what I was doing. Like I don't want to make it sound like I'm like that far ahead of everybody <laughs> or anything, but I <laughs> saw like the. View. Well, I, I, I looked and I saw and I looked at kind of like how, you know, a lot of there's like now more than ever, a lot of people that never cared about sports betting before care about sports betting because they sure. see the dollar signs. Right. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm an OG. I'm an original. I'm here because it's like something I'm passionate about, not something I'm I'm doing just for profit. That's the, the, the bonus. I get to do something I love for a living. Right. But um, but I wanted to, to, to do things different. I didn't think that the status quo was good enough. I didn't think that me, you know giving out a couple of sides every day or every or not uh was was good enough for 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 people um and and i love to navigate these markets but you know i i have to treat this as if um you know if i was running a betting group right and 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 what i would do if i was looking to attack player props is i would go out and find somebody like cole that can can build the tools that i want because i don't have the time to, to spend on this i've got other things to do right so it's like um he, he he went out and 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 kind of we we had this vision of of a player prop pricing tool something that um we could you know really lean on or that i could really lean on to to generate content and mm-hmm. and that's what we got here it's called the puck propagator um every single day of the season every every game uh it's it's going to you know update based on um you know various predictive factors um and, and it's going to give tons of projections. I've got like I'm I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking at, uh, well, I can just look at one game, but but both games for for the 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 ten or the twelfth of October opening day. Uh, I've got you know we've got goals under under over, uh, whether up to up to three and a half. We've got assist under over up to three and a half points, uh, under over up to three and a half. Same with shots. Um, and I've got even a little bit more of that in in my uh, in my my the the kind of the back end of it that i can look you at I salami can... predictions uh no we don't have add that. that um add that i'm gonna talk to cole <laughs> yeah. tonight That's yeah. I, love, I love the salami especially on a small slate but oh, you just yeah. need to get to 15 <laughs> there's there's virtually like no 
player prop that we can uh, price. I mean, we're that's cool. We're, we would like to add in first and last goal scorer or whatever, um, sure. because obviously we have we already have it. It's just not there to look at. Um, okay, and so for in general, for the average player, this is a way to give you more value in a softer market and yeah, more, vo- I mean, more like, volume, more volume even because a lot of days you may not have, you may not even see value on the side. In right? one game, there's you know, in one team is going to ice twenty players or whatever, eighteen skaters or, or whatever, right? So you're you're looking at forty players on the ice, um, you know, in a game, and you know each of those players has four player props, right? So it's it's it can add up pretty pretty quick, and and uh, there's there's a lot here, and I mean nobody would be able to the NBA and NFL and things like that. It's a little bit different. You can, you can sit back and you can kind of dive into you know the 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 guys' previous games or previous sure. season, and you know look at look at uh, look at different predictive factors and whatnot. And, and the NHL is the same thing, but it doesn't it doesn't translate to the the conversation like some of the other sports do because it's yeah, like no doubt. Yeah. You know, it's it's so you really need you really need to ramp it up here, and that's that's what I'm doing. I mean, like I can, I feel like I can I can keep somebody's attention talking about hundreds of player props, maybe course, not yeah. one or two, right? So well, yeah, uh, well with yeah with the yeah. NFL, it's it's for sure. You know, you you have an offensive player. These you are guys can sit there and talk about yeah. like like one player <laughs> for 20 minutes. It's insane. Easy. Like you're yeah, you don't easy. even. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, talk. Yeah, you right. get a wide receiver. You can talk about the, you know, what is the Bulls? plan for the secondary <laughs> on him? Yeah, you know, you can eat his BS for that. But like, uh, my mind is just spinning now too because again, maybe in the NBA, there's none of that little, with hockey, right? Yeah, well, no, there is. It, it's way different because in the NBA, you know, usage and who's going to yeah. be defending that, you know, the primary defender and sure. like, but also like you, you're going to start to get into Hockey's game fluid. state. But hockey, hockey's super fluid. Like you think about game state, and you know, certain players are going to accumulate a bunch of counting stats when the other team puts a certain lineup out against them. But yeah. in hockey, that's a mess. There's four lines and you got like, I mean, is that something you have to figure out? Like how often is this guy going to be out there versus like their third line defenders in? You know, yeah. Well, that's, that's part nice. of it. Um, that's that's, I, I wouldn't say so much. The, that's a little bit complicated. Like as far as the, the strength yeah. of competition and stuff like that, that's where things get really complicated, but we're, we're, you know, I mean, this is this is uh, it's it's taking a number of things into account, but but uh, definitely you know scoring rates and and time on ice rates and stuff like sure. that from the past, right? So so two um, key questions for you. About that's kind of baked propagator. into it for sure. Key question number one about the puck pro- puck propagator: uh, Do you know who current from an odds maker standpoint who currently originates some of the uh, hockey props? Um. Yeah, I do. Not off the top of my head. There's a there's a third party provider that apparently does a lot of it. Like they're like I forget what they're. Okay. It's, uh, it's probably have about you, a year. Have you guys tried to kind of back calc how they're doing it? Oh, everything is back tested. Yeah, it's, it's no, no, no. I mean, but for no, when you know, like, 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 do, do you know through the market? You mean not? Yeah, just like the original odds come. The original odds come out, and it's like because I feel like that's an important element to this, which is like how do they come up with those? Like it's a pretty straightforward bang, bang, bang minutes time minutes times rate times team strength. You know, a little bit of adjustments for you know. You're looking at like fancy poison distribution. Like that's pretty much it. Like I mean, no, I'm not talking about what we're doing. I'm talking about like I mean, I've. I've gone through in the past and looked at, you know, whatever, let's, let's just pull a bunch of uh, some of the top stars and their, their, you know, goals, uh, goal props or assist props or points props or anything like that. And, 
And like it almost a lot of the time it like matches like one to one to uh, what you would get if you just like looked at like, oh, this guy scores, uh, you know, 0.75 points a game. What's the poison for, you know, the poisson, sorry. Uh, Oh, I was going to say plus EV analytics already gives me a ton of shit because I can't say it right. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just waiting to snitch on you. (laughs) <laughs> I, I usually try to try to make an effort, but uh, whatever, who cares? No, no, um, no. To- that totally. Rad, that was basically French. what I was curious about, and that makes yeah, total sense that they would approach it yeah. that way. So then, what would be considered kind of a, a long-term success? Because uh, I imagine if people are like, if like the players are hitting these for twenty-five, fifty bucks, sitting down watching the hockey night in America or hockey, yeah, you can get more than that down. No, no, but that's the, that's the that's the. The people, the folks who you're communicating to, the folks you're listening to you on the radio, watching you on B, you know that that that's what they're doing. They're they're not yeah, going to get so, accounts closed. You know, they you just want to give no. them a, an added added entertainment. And you you know what would be considered a success at the end of the season? Uh, you know, for for what you're. I I would this. consider. Um, I want to I want to like kind of not just around the propagator, but I, I want to build a, a a community around kind of what I'm doing. I want. Uh, I want to be a lot more hands-on and, and uh, success for me would be, you know, kind of taking people along that, that ride with me on a, on a more consistent basis. And, um, you know, cool. if, if, if people can, can make a profit and have some fun, that that's great. I mean, no promises, obviously uh, it's, it's, it's gambling. Right. But I can promise you one thing and that, that, you know, we're, we're definitely going to make more predictions than anybody else this season. Right. Like, Nobody's going to make as many predictions as we make. Uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to have hundreds, if not thousands of player sure. props priced every day. Um, and then, then obviously I'll bring uh, my, my game model and my picks to the table and, and, that, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be navigating these markets and, and curating uh, some of the best bets and, and whatnot. But uh, I think a success would be uh, to, to just generate a lot of buzz around this and, and to make this something that, that becomes uh you know, kind of part of people's weekly routines. I mean, the plan is right now, I think uh, we're going to start with a, a YouTube stream on Thursday or no Tuesday, sorry. And that might move to, you know, two days a week uh, eventually, maybe, maybe more than that, but cool. Um, but yeah, no, we're just going to, going to figure things out as we go. It's all this came together fairly quick. I mean, this has been in the works for a long time, but as far as the partnership with with Visa and, and whatnot, it, it all came together rather quick. So we're still kind of hammering things out there. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So last question then, what does the puck propagator price McDavid Hart? The puck propagator only <laughs> focuses. It doesn't do season long. Just say even money. Even if money. If he's healthy, he wins. <laughs> Let's see. We got uh, McDavid. Uh, actually, we can look at. Uh, oh, Bo likes it. I've heard. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's he's. We have him eighty point four percent chance that he'll score a point in uh, in his first game. So nice. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, he got two last night in exhibition. So you know, yeah. Uh, how many how many games did he play then? Let's just say all of them. Eighty two. Sure. Eighty two. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's that's uh I mean and he's 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 easy, definitely easy the he's definitely the the oh he's you're looking at like it's his trophy to lose, man. I had somebody I had somebody ask me this today and player player features aren't my game. There are the reason I did I didn't spend any time this year on in the guide. Uh I thought I made mean, money giving out a, a one or two player features um in just kind of like 
uh, thrown in there with things. But I didn't spend any time on the player awards or the Stanley Cup uh, futures this year because both of those markets have been like they've opened up months ago and they've been the bet the crap has been bet out of them. And oh. why would you, you know, like are we going to talk about Trevor Zegers to win the Rookie of the Year at five to one when you could bet him at sixteen to one or twenty to one? Two months ago, right? Like it's just a waste of time. So well, I didn't know I, just, I should have bet him at all. So maybe yeah. I will. Uh, well, I'm just Steve, saying. Zegers like, is down to like two to one at places. Is he really? Yeah, Holy I have at sixteen. Stupid. I have him at sixteen to one. I took Quentin Byfield at sixteen to one as well. I took um, while we're on the topic, you Saros at forty to one or thirty-five to mm-hmm. one. Jacob Markstrom at forty to one to win the Vesna. Okay. Um, and Don't know uh, I think I took Todd McClellan. Yeah, I did. Los Angeles Kings head coach. I don't think the Kings are going to make the playoffs more often than not. I think it's like a fairly long shot, to be honest. But um, at 100 to 1, I think they've got a better chance than that. And if they do, he'll be in the running for coach of the year. So nice. I, uh, I threw a, a little bet on him at uh, 100 to 1. And Paul Maurice at 25 to 1 to win coach of the year for the Winnipeg Jets because I think they're going to have a pretty good season, too. Gotcha. Well, currently. We're going uh, to have to rewind this and write all those down. Because yeah, I honestly. Um, currently, at Chris, nobody's gonna watch this for an hour anyway. Cur- I mean, currently, like, at, oh, that's a good point. We have, we have some people like uh, hockey. I don't, no, no, we have time. I don't we get it. Time. Yeah, uh, currently, at uh, at Chris McDavid to win the Hart Trophy is plus 190. Uh, and you can bet to win a thousand. I imagine that they uh, allow rebats. You said it was his trophy. I'm to gonna lose. guess that it's you, fair, like that's fairly that's, fair. Like, okay. I mean, it, it's his trophy Two to lose, one. but like. It's, he could always like I don't know. Me, like, do you want to do you want to guess but... who the second uh, the second choice at uh, at Chris gonna... is right now? Um, I the am going to guy that the Wild just resigned. No. Oh, by <laughs> the way, a big deal about that, that here. Did you see this? Did you see that? I pulled his uh, his rookie card the other day. Ooh. There we go. Nice. Real you send that my way. I'll go get an autograph for you at a game. <laughs> I'll totally um, return it. Yeah, I, I I don't know Matthews maybe or McKinnon. I probably McKinnon. I guess McKinnon is yeah. uh, plus five eighty. Matthews is plus six eighty. But no, the uh, second choice is apparently a player named Field, uh, plus two eighty seven. Oh, Field. could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> could be anyone. Any <laughs> no, that's uh, they have a, they have a really good market. That, that is, I think that is a terrible bet. Like, I if you're going to take the too. Field against McDavid, insane. you want more than insane. Plus what is it? So, plus two eighteen. Plus two eighty seven. Yeah. Technically, I was right then when I said that Russian kid from the wild because he's definitely not <laughs> he's in the field. He is in the field. What's so. his name? What's his name? Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah, he is in the field. So yes. yeah, he's, he's sure. uh, correct. <laughs> I, I I think that I mean like hockey sharp. I'm Andy. not going to be the, hockey sharp. I'm not going to be the yeah. guy that's like, oh, don't bet on McDavid to win the heart. Like if you want to, like you don't need me to tell you that, right? Like it's like no, this guy is that's like somebody messaged me on Twitter today and was like. Hey, I have a guy, a hockey guy I follow, and my first question is like, "Why aren't you following me?" But uh, they're like, they're like, "Oh, I got a hockey guy that I, I follow, and he said that McDavid's locked to win the heart." And it's like that doesn't take any. That's not that doesn't take any effort oh. to kind of like come up with. A million people are going to say that, so it's like I don't know why you're telling me, like kind of thing. But, but yeah. I don't know. That's, you should, you should thank him for I the kinda... info. Be like, thanks, buddy. I'm gonna do thank you. I'm running. Yeah. I'm running with that. Oh, really? I, I have to make David Hart at like plus three fifty because nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, both said so. Like, sure. I'm, like yeah. well, I'm not gonna not take futures. I love future bets. Oh, I think I have some. I have some Calgary over. I have the Kraken looking for a middle and a couple other ones. I mean, none of this is mine. It's thanks. One day, 
I think one bet I like um, as far as uh, Rocket Richard bet is uh, Alex Dabrinkis, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Only two players scored more goals per 60 minutes uh, last season than Dabrinkis. And the season before, he kind of had a down year, but he's been on an upwards uh, trajectory uh, for a while now. And I think he could, you know, if there's an injury to a guy like McDavid and you have him at 20 to 1, uh, to win the the Rock of Richard, he's going to be in. I think he's he's a he's a, a lock to be in the top ten goal scorers this year, and uh, I think he's got a really good chance to be in that top five, top three kind of area. So, well, I, I mean, just moved the market on Andy for that one. So sorry, Andy. Uh, did you? <laughs> oh. I had yeah, the damn thing. He was twenty to one, is... twenty to one, uh, fifty to win a thousand. So that sounds nice. Yeah. I like that. Nice. I like it. I had the say I had the exact same bet in for the same amount, and it did the thing where hey, you're not logged, you're not actually logged you're not in actively right logged in. <laughs> uh, it, it's been doing that lately. Yeah, they're being just more aggressive about that. I think. Super and I, I, yeah, where, I, I just it. like if I'm not if I'm not it. logged in, I'm not logged in. I why would just log me out then? Uh, before we let you go, because we only did get an hour of you, and we jabbed a lot about other stuff. We got like an hour and a half Wait, last year. You yeah, well, there was a lot more you, wrinkles last year. Yeah, there yeah. were wrinkles. And a lot of wrinkles here. I need to. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the YouTube thing, which is fine and dandy. I mean, sure, I'm sure you'll promote that when you find it. But what do you? If people actually want to listen to you talk hockey during the season, do you have any sort of schedule or what? What's your deal on? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't people have are a, looking for you a, during the year. The schedule on Vison will take shape. I mean, I'm probably, I'm sure I'll be on a numbers game a few times a week, and uh, I'll be on primetime action. I know, uh, and uh, Drew does that show too as well sometimes. Uh, uh, that's an evening show on MSG Plus, which is you know kind of right before the games kick off, and that that'll definitely be a show where I I discuss a lot of player prop stuff, you know, having it right be prior to the game, um, and um, yeah. But as far as like what I'll be doing on a daily basis, it looks like I'll have my own kind of section on the website there where I'll um, I'll get to update things. Probably I'm looking at doing things twice a day, like maybe a little update in the morning with some thoughts on. Um, you know, after I do a show or whatever, I'll be able to update folks on, on, you know, a bet I like, or uh, some, some, you know, stuff to monitor coming out of practices in the morning and then closer to noon or, or early afternoon, I think I'll, I'll have a, a whole, you know, slew of player props kind of curated um, depending on the size of the slate. If we're, we're talking about a, a 10 game slate, well, we're going to have a lot more player props to go through and, 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 the, the opposite for a shorter slate, right? But, um, you know, I think on any given night, you can expect to have, um, you know, at least a dozen player props to, to, to kind of choose from. Uh, I mean, gambling problem. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a good thing. It's, well, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a good thing, but I think it's going to, I think people are going to be really receptive to it. It's not going to be uh, public facing right now. Like, I mean, people can't go in and play with the app which is originally uh, what I was hoping for. But, um, you know, with such short turnaround time, we just want to get this off the ground and, and get it out there to people and, and make sure that they're uh, benefiting from from all the work that we put in. We didn't want it to go to waste uh, in, in 21, 22, that's for sure. Um, we, we did really well in the playoffs last year and, and going to hopefully continue that this, this regular season. I love it, man. Fantastic. And don't um, don't forget the book. Pimp your book quick. Yeah, you have a, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah, the guy is hockey. Yeah, great visuals. Very cool. Yeah, very cool yeah I would yeah. I would charge bucks. more. Like if I was selling it, I would charge you guys more because I mean, it's, you know, you know, I know how and, much it's worth. Yeah, for the Beeson, they they they're just they're just like using hockey for like here. Take some, have some of this, so uh, you can First come and see free. what else. 
all the other stuff we're doing. No, I'm just joking. It's got uh, it's got a great schedule breakdown at the end, which might be one of the more invaluable parts. You can get the key, you know, that it's got the two and twos, three and fours, four and six, five and seven, six and nines identified. Uh, all of that, uh, you know, the the mismatch in uh, in rest is, I'm sure, an angle that uh, a lot of the opening yeah, one uh, you, you know, overnight you shouldn't shoot that pretty, pretty hard. hard on this. Uh, I mean, it's more of a more of a. Uh, I find the value in the schedule is, is more in uh, just knowing what's going on and, and always look ahead a day or two days to kind of, to kind of get a feel from, you know, what kind of condensed, if, if a team has a, a more condensed schedule to, to, you know, to have an idea of, okay, well maybe the backup goaltender is going to start that night or here's, something like that. Right? Yeah, here's why it matters though. It's because if you don't account for it and you're making fair, exactly, yeah, you're gonna miss yeah, that, you, and you're gonna you always to be, be betting on the teams that are tired. Yeah, yeah yes, no, for sure, right. it should be baked in. Yeah, that, and that's that's a great point, and that's that's actually that's what I used to use. That's the the kind of comeback I used to use to defend when people would say, "Oh, it's already baked into the line." It's like, well, if you're not baking it into your line, then you're missing yeah, out. Yeah, so that's a big um, point we make on the on the schedule podcast we do over the summer. Sure. We say we know, like, hey, everybody knows they played. You know, yeah, you still uh, you still have to day. know. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, still you still need to like saying, bake it into your shit exactly. You know, that's like going to rolling into the sports book an hour before the game time and. Oh yeah, McDavid got hurt a couple of hours ago. Like you know, and then not kind of baking <laughs> that into your line. Like I mean, it was yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, I, and that I, that I is why that. we have you on because you charge us half price for the book when we so, uh, when we yeah. have you on here. So it's it's awful nice to take a look at it. I'm, and again, Do, you, is that I gave it to you? Free, no, I gave I gave you one copy free between the two of you. Is that what you mean? Like that's how I charge you half price? <laughs> I sent money somewhere. Oh, well. <laughs> Different Andy McNeil. I went to school with four Andy McNeils, so it was like it could have been one of them, Ooh. right? Like I don't know. Did you grow Oops. up in Scotland? Yeah, pretty much New Scotland. I love it, man. Well, uh, it's a great, it's a great guide. It's a great resource. It's it will sure. catch if you are listening to this pod and you're like, "Holy effing bleep!" The <laughs> season starts in a week. I am screwed. This is a perfect opportunity to kind of get a crash course in uh, what, you know, a reasonable fares are for these teams, some value bets, and uh, really appreciate you putting all this together. So We didn't, um, even, we didn't even get to talk hats, man. We didn't I even get to talk, talk hats. Where's the Bruins hat? And how? where's the Bruins hat? And uh, wearing at what the point, best one. At what point Seals are you going to bet best. the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup this year? I don't know. Like what's I said, the buy? I, uh, what's the buy? What's the buy price on Bruins stealing? What's Cup? the buy not, price? Because it's not ten to one. I'll tell you that much. Is that where they're at right now? Is yeah. that where you're looking? Yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, it's it would have to be a little bit higher than that. I mean, um, Stanley Cup. Like I said, I haven't spent any time. Uh, Fourteen? No, that's I. I still want a little bit higher than that. I mean, like like I guess the best you could hope for is um is that. The, the, they struggle a little bit out of the gate with a new goaltender and uh, you know a, a little bit of less depth at the the center position heading into this year. I actually like their point total uh, under one hundred six or no, what is it one hundred three point five? Is well, that yeah, worth that, that right was now? One of your value bets under one hundred three. Yeah, it's not one I like, but it's you know gotta 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 just bet the the numbers right, and and I, I do think the Bruins probably take a step back this year, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, we appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck to start the season. Look forward to uh, catching all your spots in the uh, uh, in the 
uh, burgeoning media landscape around hockey betting, which uh, is now it's just you and loose your, chicken. I, I, this, yeah, this is your your market to take, man. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. There, there's going to be a lot more people talking about it, and and you know producing content this year in, as far as hockey and betting goes the chances um, that those people are also making the market on it is not good <laughs> yeah well and i would say i would i would say that you know you definitely want to i would lean towards people like like listening to people like myself that have that were doing this you know before it before it was uh mainstream right so um and dom is dom is one of those people too i'm not, not I, I i he's been he's been an avid sports better for quite a while now and can't not he's really dom. good at what he does i think I think if you can't afford a, a subscription to the athletic and one to the Beeson, then you, you probably shouldn't be betting on hockey. I mean, let's just be honest, right? Like it's like six bucks a month plus whatever, you know, it's, it's not, not going to break the bank. <laughs> yeah, That's a good point. S- skip the coffee tomorrow by the, by the book. And yeah, <laughs> Andrews, the triple Andrews show, call it a day. We'll call yep. it a yeah. call it a year. Best luck we'll, this season, buddy. We'll meet back in a year. See you never. <laughs> see, see, yeah, see you next October, weirdo. I'm excited though. Like I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I, I placed like three hockey bets while we were on air. So, all right, we'll hit all the right, music. Well, and good. again, anybody who's looking for, if you don't follow him at Digital Gambler, maybe you're listening to this in podcast form at Digital Gambler. He's giving a thumbs up right now. If you're listening on the on the podcast form, he's excited to have you as a new follower on Twitter. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You'll, you'll see uh, how how happy go lucky I am every day. That's right. There are people that are willing to just take their edge in hockey and bet it and keep it all to themselves. And then there are the Andes of the world who uh, will 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 bring you along for the ride. Uh, and uh, for that, we are grateful. So uh, appreciate you. Let's uh, producer Dan. Let's let's, uh, hit, the let's hit the music. Still, still oh, he left too. <laughs> Andy bounces so quick. He's in and he's out. I think it's yeah. a decent thing because they usually hang up on you they right do. after they your do hang up immediately. Yeah. yeah, bang, you're done. So that's, 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 that's